Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The day was October 21st, 2020. The time was 6.04 p.m. Huddled over the glow of my phone, I hit send on a tweet heard around the web. Or at least the echo chamber of comedians and other like-minded people on Twitter. I don't care about celebrity gossip, I shout into the void of the internet. Give me small-scale gossip. I kept going. I want to know why the night shift employees at Kohl's are mad at each other, I said. I want the stakes low and the petty high. I want to know who the least favorite Chris is at Costco. To my utter delight, the replies came pouring in. So, the wife goes for power walks every morning. My friend she takes out a local news and station, and it is a total shit show. So then her eyes were dark, and she said it's her husband's cousin who was trying to cash in on his family name or steal the Honestly, I kind of love the level of petty. I mean, she's leaving her job. What are they going to do? As I read each of these replies, I'd respond with, THE JUICE! In all caps. Like I was a priest declaring that a cup of wine was in fact the blood of Christ. Seeing all these amazing stories come in made me realize that we need a place where we can celebrate low-stakes gossip. We need a palate cleanser from the dumb celebrity headlines forced into our brains by tech bros on a daily basis. A place where we can revel in the pettiness that brings so much joy to our everyday conversations, group texts, and DMs. Enter the juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio. I'm a comedian, a writer, and king, well, also queen of local gossip. Thank you so much for being here. I couldn't be more excited to have my very first podcast. It's truly a dream come true. On the show, we're talking about juicy gossip with some of the funniest people I know, comedians, actors, but also listeners like you. Yes, you. There's nothing I love more than crowdsourcing gossip, and that's what the show is all about which you'll find out later on. So let's get started. Today, I'm so excited to welcome to this show a certified superstar, a two-time Emmy Award-nominated host of Netflix's Nailed It. She's also the co-host of APC's hit show, Wipeout, alongside John Cena. And she even has her own hit Team Coco podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? And she even recently won Best Female Overall Host at the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. So please join me in giving a big juicy welcome to Nicole Byer. Solomon, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to see you. It's magical to see you. I you posted an Instagram where you was in the dress. <laughs> and I said, Lord Jesus, ooh, he getting good at this. 
Oh Lord, Drag Race, here we come. <laughs> oh, I like I don't go outside my house and drag. I just like and also it wasn't a full dress. It was a it was a blouse that didn't even go Honestly, all the way. <laughs> I would love for you to audition for RuPaul's Drag Race, get on and really make people angry. Oh, just but you're be. like, I don't know how to do a thing. <laughs> I'm not a walking heels. Can't do it. <laughs> so this won't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Not at all. You can only, like the first challenge is a comedy challenge. So they keep you and oh. everyone is livid. <laughs> just truly upset. Like, what is your talent? Oh, I'm very good at comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and nothing else. And nothing else. I don't even have a full dress. It's oh, absies. Yeah. I'll make Lala Ree's bag <laughs> outfit look like high, hot oh. couture by the time I'm done. <laughs> I truly think about that outfit all the time. It is pure camp and no one will make a better outfit. And I wish I had said that to her. Yeah. I just was so <laughs> gobsmacked. I also, that was the best meme from Drag Race is your reaction. That, that, that tilt where you're just like, oh. I was floored. <laughs> I said she had the same amount of time as everybody else. And she stapled bags. She even opened them up. She left them in the bag. She didn't even cut a single one. Oh, God. Thank you for being here on my podcast. Thank pod. you for having me. <laughs> the whole motif of this podcast is that I am a big fan of gossip, but not like, mm-hmm. I'm not a celeb gossip girl. I'm a fucking local gossip fiend. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> I'm here for that retail nonsense of who's cheating okay. on who at a store. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about right now. Like, where did you grow up? I grew up in New Jersey, uh, Central Jersey, if you will, mm-hmm. Middletown, New Jersey. I've been once, and I've never been back. <laughs> it's, I went recently to clear out my storage unit because when I moved from New York, I threw all my shit in storage. And when I sold my dad's house, I kept some of his shit, too. Uh, fun fun thing, uh, cut the lock off my storage unit locker. Turns out, wrong locker. Uh <laughs> Because I forgot the keys in LA. <laughs> but yeah, I was just back in, in uh, Middletown. It was wild. It's a trip. So is it a small town or is it a... It's a pretty small... So my town's like Lincroft, which is like a mm-hmm. very, very tiny town in Middletown in Monmouth County. So yeah, tiny, tiny town, like one little main drag that's Ooh. itty bitty. How big was your, How many people in your high school? I don't know, 500? That's that's a small a amount. Thousand? <laughs> a thousand? A thousand? That's a good, was it the only high school? Or? Wait, I'm going to have to Google this. <laughs> okay. This is what people love when people Google yeah. during podcasts. Well, this is my favorite part. Like, I'm, I'm assuming, like, are you typing into the internet? Like, where did I go to school? <laughs> yeah, where did I go to high school? I mean, I could fucking Wikipedia because Wikipedia is really invasive. Yeah, I've, I've not gotten to that caliber yet and I'm very afraid of it. Oh my god, it's disgusting. They like have my dog's name on there, and I'm like, who put that in? You fucking is, creep! Oh. Like just a fucking creep. Uh, oh. Let's see, Middletown High School South. That's what it was. So there's a South and a North. Yeah, the North was like <laughs> where the bad kids went. <laughs> I love the two high schools are just named after the city, and it's North and South. Oh, I guess it's not going to just tell me how many students. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought, oh, okay. Okay, almost 2,000. Okay. That's solid. That's not, that's a big school. Wow, this is pretty juicy. Uh, Hundreds of teachers were jailed during the strike. And that's when I went there during 2001. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, (laughs) now I'm reading the Wikipedia page. There's Yeah, the teachers went on strike one year. It was wild. Why'd they go to jail? Because they struck, stroke, struck. They were striking. That's not illegal, is it? 
I don't know. Uh, let's see. It didn't say why they went to jail. But yeah, they uh, yeah, they went on strike multiple times while I was in school. Yeah, I don't know. It says they disrupted classes. Teachers went to jail. <laughs> were they like, were they like substitutes that took over? Um, no, we just didn't go to school. So what were they doing? <laughs> I think they were trying to get more money. I, I, well, that's really that part. Know. I was like, what were they doing in the school when there was no school? How can you disrupt a class when there's no class? Well, I, I remember being on the bus, seeing all the teachers like with their picket signs or whatever. And then the bus took us home. Like, I don't think we went to school that day. I think they were like, oh, there's no teachers in there. <laughs> I can't <laughs> let these children loose <laughs> in the halls. Oh, so wait, so school-wise, where were you? Like, what was your click situation? In- okay, so I had a click of girls. We had an acronym for our name because <laughs> that was the thing to do. You better believe we had a slam fucking book <laughs> that we fucking wrote in. Oh, perfect. It was C.K. Len, uh, Caitlin, Kristen, Kristen, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think this girl, Kelly, Liz, Emma, and Nicole, me. CK Len, baby. That is, I love that. There's so, so many Ks. A lot of Ks. A lot of Ks. A lot of Ks. Um, and then I was friends with them up until like, I think junior year, because then my mother died and then I had a quarter life crisis and I was yeah. like, I have to become an actor. And then I <laughs> <laughs> then I started hanging out with the fucking theater freaks. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Um, two, like one one of my friends, John Mason, I'm still like best friends with. He yeah. was like a theater kid. Um, so then I kind of oscillated between the two. And then I also did track and field. So I hung out with those people. I truly went to school to make friends. I did not go to yeah. learn. See, I, was, uh, I went to hang out. I respect your art form. I did not do that. Oh, I you went, went to, to learn? learn? Like a lunatic, like a full <laughs> psychopath. Truly learn nothing, <laughs> nothing I'm using to this day. No, <laughs> like, honestly, the only thing. OK, here's what they should teach you in fucking school. How to do your taxes. And if you move the decimal point, just one little slot over, that's 10 yeah. percent, double it, 20 percent. That's how you tip people. Exactly. That's all. That's it. That's, all. that's it. That's it. But also like also how to do your taxes and also how to cheat on your taxes. Those are two yes. things that need to be taught how to do it legitimately and what you can do and you can get away with. Legally. Yeah, how much how much you can push it, you know, mm-hmm. before they come come to get you. Look, deductibles are a powerful thing and I use, I I use it to its full caliber. <laughs> that <laughs> Every I year. love. It's like they don't know what comedians need to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I write off most of my clothing purchases cuz I'm like I will wear this I will. Either I have. to an audition, at a show, some costumer will be like, I don't really feel like buying clothes for a fat, so can you bring yours? Yeah. And you're like, okay, let's do it. So yeah, I like I write off my wigs. That's that makes sense. And I I, I feel bad because I've not written off my wigs and I got so many now. Write off them wigs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm um, so the back to the high school situation. So would you like mm-hmm. the gossip level in that school? How would you rate it? Honestly. I don't feel like there was a lot of gossiping. Like, I remember once this girl, whose name I, like, distinctly remember, but I won't say, they were like, this girl fucked her boyfriend. And we were all like, oh. <laughs> and I I remember being like, I wonder if it was good for her. Like, I, like... <laughs> 
And I don't remember anyone being like, she was a slut. It was just like, yeah. she's fucking, you guys. And then we're all like, should we be fucking? Uh, yeah, I don't, I really, I don't remember like bad gossip. I remember this one kid was like, People, I guess, were whispering about him being, like, gay or bi. And then yeah. finally he was like, you people don't like me because I'm gay. And people were like, no, we don't like you because you're annoying. <laughs> we just knew you were gay, but you were annoying before. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, one kid through another kid through a window. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we had this, I like, like how you're just glazing <laughs> over, like, yeah, one kid through. That's nothing, though. <laughs> I ran into my friend Dave Coleman from high school, like, just randomly in Ohio. I was doing shows. He was driving across the country. I was like, I can't, you're in Ohio? He's like, I'm in Ohio. And we were reminiscing. And the wildest shit happened at our school that I just, like, forgot about. Yeah, this one kid got into a fight with another kid. One was a fo- play, like, like, played football. I don't think the other one played football. But, yeah, they got into a fight and one threw the kid through the fucking, like, window of our cafeteria. <laughs> wow. There was also a hate group in my fucking high school. What? Yeah, they call themselves Bones. Beat on <laughs> the the N words. I won't say Aww. it every yeah. Sunday because they would play the black schools on Sunday. Um, let's see what else. There is so much. I've also, I'm trying to think of. Let's more. go back to this burn book you mentioned. Oh yeah. Who was getting burned? Nobody, really. We were just like, tee hee hee, had a nice day. Or it's like, God, Emily was such a bitch today. But it like it wasn't anything like salacious or good that I remember. And I think it's still in its existence because Emma moved away. She moved overseas. And I think we gave her the book as like a going away present. <laughs> and I think it still exists. I think. Wow, to hold on to it till this day. That's impressive. I have nothing it from is. high school. Really? I don't even have a yearbook. I didn't even walk. What? <laughs> yeah, I was I was like the second I was done, I was like, I had no friends. You didn't walk? <laughs> I had to walk because I wasn't gonna graduate because I missed too many days because literally I did not yeah. come to learn. I was like, I don't have to be here all day, right? Like, I can, like, come and go as I please. Turns out you cannot. You have to go to class. And I missed too many English classes because uh, that... I think her name is... I don't know. She kept writing me up for, like, missing classes. Like, you missed too many English classes. Like, you are going... And you've missed too many days. You're not going to graduate. And I remember, like, not screaming, but going... I cannot come back here another year. I will not go to summer school. We have to figure this out. I can't. My mommy's dead. And then the lady in the office, oh my God, I'm remembering everyone's name. She was in the office, was like, fine, fine, just hold on. And then she started like typing away. But she was like, uh, you're fine. Just do not miss anymore. And I was like, okay. All right, I could do this. So she like fixed it all so I could graduate. So then I was like, I should walk. Mm-hmm. I have to walk. I, yeah. It'll be fun. You barely got there. So you might yeah, as well go. I truly barely got there. That's but I oh I'm I proud do of you. it. Like I I, I, I will tell you one salacious thing I did in high school, which was I was I was transferring schools in my junior year mm-hmm. uh, to a school in North Seattle. And I decided that quarter to not try at all after being this uptight nerd, failed five of my classes. <gasps> Fine. However, what I did was I was leaving mid-quarter. Uh-huh. Uh, and they just, they all, like, I got a progress report that they all had to fill out. Mm-hmm. And then I pretended I lost it during lunch. 
Okay. So I was able to forge a second <gasps> one. <laughs> I love this. I love this for you. I love forging things. Yes. When uh, my mom was the one who took care of like all the school stuff. So like my dad didn't really know what was going on. I used to print out faux permission slips in Comic Sans because I loved Comic Sans. <laughs> and I would give these fake permission <laughs> slips to my dad and I'd be like, um, I need money for the trip. And he'd like take out his checkbook and I'd be like, cash. Um, they're not accepting uh, <laughs> checks, which is like insane. Like, of course, they're accepting checks. Also, what school does a field trip to New York City every fucking week? Apparently this school, because he would just give me money and let me go. And I'd cut school and I'd go to the city and like go see a Broadway matinee. Like the dangerous person I am. That is wonderful. I love like your bad girl stage. I'm going to run off to New York to watch a Broadway musical. <laughs> and and then back. sneak Too into sweet. the bar with the cast later at night. Um, Ooh. Yeah. But like didn't drink anything. Like, but... You know, she's scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> did you so did you move right after college? Right after, or, uh, right after high school. Yeah, after high school, I was like, I another finesse. I told my dad, if you let me go to performing arts conservatory for two years, I will continue after uh, at the school it's in conjunction with, and I will do two more years, and I will get my degree. And he looked me in the eyes and he said, "You will." And I said, "Papa." Is this is this the face of a liar? You better believe this fucking round ass angelic face had no intention of getting a degree. I I didn't do it. She, he was he would be like, please apply, and I'd be like, uh, uh I don't know how. And he's like, you have a computer that I bought you, and I was like, oh, it doesn't work. No internet. Yeah, I uh, I lied to that man. Lied right to his face. Oh, no I intentions. Yeah, I've I've done it multiple times. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so city wise, mm -hmm. what is was the town gossip like in Middleton, New Jersey? The town gossip in Middletown. Um, I don't I like I really don't remember there being too too much gossip. I like we went to church in Long Branch and mm -hmm. I guess I should stop saying locations. Maybe that's how shit ends up in my Wikipedia page. People are listening too hard. Can you tell I'm salty about my Wikipedia page? I literally hate that there's so much information in it. It's rude. Can you edit it? Um, no. Like, it's because you, they... It's cite, you. It but they like cite the source. And it's like, if it's said on the record somewhere... It's like public knowledge. It's awful. It's I've I've had to have a, I've tried. I've tried. They just won't do it. Uh, there's somebody who's like the the head of my page who like <laughs> locked me out of it from changing it. Anyway, um, so I went to church in uh, in like a town over, and there was more gossip there. It'd be like, oh, did you hear what the pastor's daughter did? Oh, did you hear what they this person did? This person, this and that and the other. So yeah. That was more more gossipy than a bunch of white people who were yeah. like, we bought another Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I feel like that's, I yeah, for me, I like the smallest town stuff is always the most entertaining. Like, did you, is it family-wise, was any gossiping happening? Any secrets that were always kept and hidden? I mean, it is interesting. I feel like in black families, there is, so, like, just secrets. It's yes. like, just secretive shit that's happening. 
Um, and then it gets like revealed that like so-and-so's dad's not actually their dad. It's uh, from a different marriage that you never knew about. Mm-hmm. Or like this person isn't actually related to you. Or like their sister's actually their mom. Yeah. We get told things nonchalantly much later. Yes. I was like 30 when I found out my parents were never married. Oh. Fully thinking they were married. <laughs> <laughs> And I just like, I just, matter of fact, it's like, hey, because I was like writing an article about arranged marriages because we had when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my sister, like, I was like, yeah, do you know anything about our parents when they got married? Because she was, uh, she's heard my dad is different than hers. Mm-hmm. So like, do you remember with them getting their, their wedding? And she's like, they never got married. I'm like, <laughs> just like, like it was a thing I should have already known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm a dummy for never knowing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm 30 years old. I should not, that's not when I find out my parents were never married. That's so funny to find out that your parents were just never married. That's like another thing. Like people yeah. find out shit like that and you're like, what? Okay. Yeah, I'm just a bastard now. Yeah, I didn't know that my my grandpa wasn't was my step grandpa until I was like five. I always thought he was my grandpa. And then it was like, oh no, that's that's grandma's second husband. I was like, she had a first one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, oh, okay. Okay, it's like, cool. It makes sense not to tell a kid that information, but at the same time, you're like, I could have, I wanted to know that a little bit. Well, it's funny because it's like, well, when do you explain things to children? Um, I remember when my niece found out that my mom wasn't her mom when she was like uh-huh. eleven, and that was a. To see that person, a person's face <laughs> realize their parent is not there. That's pretty funny. It's it's like, like, oh, no, not your mom. <gasps> what? <laughs> hey, you know that crazy person that comes in every once in a while? That's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> the lunatic, that crazy fucking person. That's your mom, okay? Yeah, you know You're that like, ashy oh, person that shows up every uh, that Thanksgiving? That ashy person who shows up every Thanksgiving. Just really asking itchy. Asking for lotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mom. And uh, maybe you want to start carrying the lotion for her. Oh, that was a time. <laughs> that was a time. It was a good time. It was like, but yeah, that was like, that was when I learned like, oh, reality is different mm-hmm. for all of us. So was it a conservatory in New York that you went to? It sure was. I'll say it. It was AMDA, uh, lovably nicknamed Scamda. Uh, <laughs> and I would, uh, I, I lean towards the nickname, but yeah. I did make some lasting relationships. So I'm happy that I went. Good. <laughs> Why is it, is it just so overpriced? It's so overpriced. Also, insane. Like, I I guess I've, like, just lived through insane things and kind of have not repressed them. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that was a thing I lived. So we had student housing. There was a place called the Stratford Arms. The Stratford Arms, I believe, was a mental hospital at one point or, like, a mental or inpatient center and then became a... Uh, assisted living facility, I think. And then you cannot just eject residents from a building in New York. (laughs) So 19-year-olds and 18-year-olds lived with 70-year-old people. Oh, my God. Who, like, couldn't take care of themselves. Like, my first room, (laughs) we lived across the hall from this old lady who smelled terrible and on the weekends would not come out of her room. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we knew she was alive is because the Price is Right would just be blaring from her <laughs> her TV on Mondays when her home health aide came. And then they'd like, fuck, and they'd scream at us. <laughs> and we'd like, <laughs> share bathrooms with these people. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what is... <laughs> it's literally... Like, it- <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you ever talk to her? I would say like hello or good morning, and she was, and they they hated us. They'd be like, "He's fucking kids." <laughs> like, imagine being two days from death, and all you hear is "wicked" or "rent," <laughs> just being sung over and over and over again. And like nineteen year olds realizing, "I don't like girls. I'm gay." And it's like, yeah, you're at musical theater school. It was truly wild. Like the more I think about it, I'm like. My time there was nuts. <laughs> I would I would lose my mind if I was surrounded by teenagers at that age. I would I'd lose my mind if I was surrounded by teenagers now. Same. Same. I would be but yeah, we just lived, we cohabitated together like it was a normal thing. <laughs> it was nuts. Did they no they, they just were always kept to themselves, the old people? None of them did anything. No, they would scream at us. They okay. would like they'd be like, We hate you. There was this tall, gangly one, and then this like kinda, I don't want to like. She uh, crawled to the Olsen Twins Coat Walk. She was very like boho chic and like <laughs> drapey with like big glasses. And we oh. always used to be like, we think big glasses and the tall one are fucking. And then like, because they would always come out of each other's rooms smiling and giggling. <laughs> it Like, I feel like people are like, she's lying. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone who went to AMDA should like, we should all get together and like exchange stories. Like, the first week I was there, um, there was a, a very sassy man in this like snazzy like outfit was doing sex education with us. And the in hindsight, I was like, oh, because some people are coming from like Iowa or whatever. Yeah. And like, just not a cosmopolitan place and like really don't know things. But he was like, always use a condom. Even if they say things in the butt don't need a condom. <laughs> you have to wear a condom. Okay, that's important. And ladies, you also have to make sure they wear a condom. And if you are not looking for someone to wear a condom, say you're with another lady, carry saran wrap with you and put it over the vagina before you go. And I remember being like, this is not a professional. <laughs> This is this is just a, a strange man they found at a Christie's. It was truly wild. Shrink wrap your vagina. This man told us to put saran wrap on our fucking pussy. Like we're gonna put it in the fucking refrigerator. Oh, I think the first and last time I ever saw a diaphragm was in health class. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a diaphragm. I don't know. It's like it's that. Uh, it's oh yes, that it's a big, female condom, right? Yeah. It's like. It, you shove it up in you and there's a yeah. circle or whatever. And it just, yeah. No one needs it's, to do that. It's insane. It's, just, it's, if anybody's using a diaphragm, then they have a terrible man in their life. <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah. truly horrific men in your situation. <laughs> God, that place sounds so phenomenal. Um, what? So my second semester, I was, I don't know what they're, I think they're called orientation leaders. So you like help move in the new students. You're like, yeah, old people live here, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> there was a second location called the Bell Nord. And I was like moving this kid in. And he was like, uh, what do we do when there's a leak? And I was like, what do you mean? And I turned around and there was just like a waterfall of water <laughs> coming through a doorway. And I was like, oh, they'll probably just like move your room. Like just nonchalantly was like, oh, yeah, you can't move into that room. We you got to like go to the office or something. Yeah. And he's like, do you have a number I could call? And I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. And then I was like, the rest of us are going to go to Kmart if you guys need bedding. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally downpouring water. And you're like, truly. Good, good luck, girl. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Sorry about it. Like, first of all, you yeah. called it a leak. That's not a leak. 
Yeah, like that's like that's a like a pipe burst, and that's that's above my pay grade. I'm yeah. so sorry. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if you walked in there and it was just outside. So. <laughs> also, my friend Tess and I snuck these boys in, and we got caught. And then Tess got banned from the dorms. And then she had to give up her apartment in Williamsburg. So she moved into the dorms that she was banned at. And they had a picture of her at the front desk. And every time she'd walk in, they'd be like, but you... And she's like, I live here now. (laughs) It was was a faulty system. Oh, I love it, though. Oh, gosh. So dumb. I have not talked about Amda with anybody. I'm so happy we have. (laughs) It was like... Have I repressed these? Because it was like not traumatic, <laughs> but like literally insane to get dropped off in New York City and being like, oh, old people are yelling at us. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, that's a very insane situation. Like, I feel yeah. like every time I lived in a crazy situation, I find ways to just drop out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like dissociate. You're like, yeah. that's fine. Was there like, but there was like outside of them yelling at you, was there any outside drama for them, for the old people or? No, but theater school. At 18, 19 years old in New York City was so fun because we learned stage combat. And they told us at the beginning of each, like the beginning of the semester, they're like, do not do this in public because from some angles, it looks real. And they let us live with boys because they were like, everyone here is gay. So I lived with my best friend, Evan. Evan is like 6'4". And we were at the 72nd Street subway stop and I was like, punch me. And he's like, they told us not to do it. And I was like, punch me. And then he punches me like a fake <laughs> punch. And I like, ooh, give me the Oscar. She was Viola Davis. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. And then I was like, do it again. And then he like hit me while I was down. And then this guy was like, hey. And I was like, oh Nicole, get up. And I was like, nope. <laughs> and I like rolled over and was like, ah. <laughs> and then Evan like ran away. <laughs> We were fucking nuts. Oh. Ugh. What a time to be alive. <laughs> there was a lot of gossip there because everyone was like sleeping with each other. And then like somebody would come out as gay. And then the next time like you heard they were sleeping with a girl and they'd be like, I just wanted to see what a vagina felt like. And you're like, what the fuck? It was wild. Also, Jason Derulo went to what? We were there at the same year. What? Yeah, he was That's- a semester behind me. And he had these weird little braids that were in a bob. <laughs> he, had box, he, had, he had a braided box. He had a box braided bob. What? It was wild. <laughs> I wish I, I had feel a like it was that. a bob. Maybe it came to like the cheekbones, but I feel like it was a full blown bob. It's a bang. It's a bang. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, like like a like a early immature kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's a yes. look. That is, oh. Jason (laughs) DeRuno. Okay, Nicole, now's the time in the show where we deep dive into the delectable gossip that our listeners send us. It is mailbag time. So people from all over the internet send me their stories and the hottest of the goss. Okay. I'm going to read a couple of them that I found very interesting. I would love to hear your thoughts on them. Oh, I love it. So here's a few delicate pieces of gossip I got. So when I worked in the movie theater, my manager and her roommate hated each other. She was sick and her roommate opened all the windows and screamed at her about smelling like disease and needing a shower. To retaliate, 
My manager took the flavor crumbles left over <laughs> at the end of a bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos and sprinkled them in her underwear drawer. Oh, no. <laughs> her pussy was probably itching so bad. And she was like, am I sick? There's orange in me. What is, am I sick? <laughs> it's like, if, it's, it's multi, like the drawer. That's like, that's multiple underwear. Yes. That's, That's what I mean. She probably move. thought she was sick because every day it was more itching. That's <laughs> wild. That's ooh, way and this, I feel like dubious. I feel like a, a, a hot Cheeto can cause a yeast infection over time. I think any food can. <laughs> like I don't think you're supposed to have any sort of food up in you. No, I don't think it's a recommendation. Right? I've not had any food in me that I'm aware of. I've also never had food in me, and I'm waiting for. Like that chubby chaser. I haven't been with like a chubby, chubby chaser. I've just been with dudes who are like, I like it. Uh, but I'm like looking for someone who's like, oh, 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 let me put some Velveeta up in you and let it melt out into my mouth. I'd be like, okay. So I'll you, just have, I'll make the appointment to the gynecologist for two days after. You want a full freak. <laughs> you I want- do. I do. I would love it. I think I've only had a full freak once and it was a oh, good yeah? time. I wouldn't do any of that stuff again. Oh, wow. I'm What kind of stuff? Well, I fisted somebody once. Ooh, okay. And I was I was almost, I was like, he gave me- Like a, duck bill or like duck, duck bill. bill into fist? Yeah, it was always, it's always like, a duck bill for the okay. butt. Uh, but he, um, okay. but he, de- he, def- he gave me cow milking gloves. Like they went up <gasps> past my elbow. I'm like, Whoa. where are we going, sir? Where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> I don't want to go there. That's but like so I went, funny. I got to start, like I got, I got there. I got, I got eight inches in. Wow. Of my, like a little after my wrist. What does it feel like? It's the weirdest feeling. Cause it's almost like a vacuum. Like you're just like, oh. it's just like, it's like, a, like a, it takes it in and then you can mm-hmm. pull it out. But it's like, it's like putting anything, like it's just the tightest he is. Like that's, he's like, yeah. he's loose until he has a fist. And then that's when yes. he has his muscle control back. So it's like, Ooh. It's like he was doing some of the work too. Oh, wow. That's hot. It's a power bottom. <laughs> I just, I don't think my butt is ready for that. Like oh, I, we could dance around the butt, you know, a little, yeah. little penetration, but like <laughs> a full dick, it's a lot of prep, look, at least for me. Look, I've, uh, I've, had, I've had to remove internal hemorrhoids. I'm, nothing's going in there. <laughs> Nothing is going in there. Nothing will ever nothing. go in there. Like, Fair. To have my flawless face, I had mm-hmm. to have a flawed butthole. <laughs> Fair. You can't fine. have it all. I can't. You cannot and have I'm it And I'm okay all. with that. Uh, <laughs> so this next piece of gossip uh, is also a fun one. Um, so when I worked at Neiman Marcus, oh, we're naming the Ooh, place. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> An employee had an affair with her regular customer's husband and convinced him to buy insanely expensive gifts for the wife he was cheating on so she could make her salary. L-O- L. She's iconic. Yes. That is an icon. That is a living legend. I love this that woman. Dancing diva. I fucking love that. Because, you know, you're a little scummy if you're fucking somebody else's dude. Hands but down. Like, go full scummy and get your fucking bills paid, too. And I she, love it. And the wife is getting expensive gifts. Like, if I was in the yeah. situation, if I'm being cheated on, but that the person too. is getting, ex- I'm getting expensive gifts. Uh-huh. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stick around for them <laughs> gifts. But the wife I'll take the gifts. The wife did eventually find out and just tried to sue Neiman's, and that's like, oh, 
Yeah. She tried. She got gifts and then was like, "I'm suing, ma'am. You're ma'am. too greedy. That's too greedy. That's too greedy. Take your gifts." But I also love that she was like, I'm "Not mad at the man. <laughs> I'm mad at the corporation." <laughs> Okay, like, cool. I feel like she literally got cheated on. I was like, I want to speak to the manager. To the- <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking funny. I would like to speak to... You cheated on me? I would like to speak to the manager. And he's like, oh, well, she's at Neiman Marcus? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. What a treat. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm so happy that people are submitting this. Those are fucking fabulous. <laughs> But, I, I will think about that for a very long time. That's great. I want Ugh. I want that life. I want that ability. I want uh, no one. Every time I cheat, like every time somebody cheats on me with somebody else, it's always terrible. Nick <laughs> wasn't good enough. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been cheated on. I've never been cheated on personally. And I, I've never cheated on anyone. I'm like, I can barely date two people at the same time. Because I'm like, I start feeling a little guilty. I didn't. Well, it's technically cheating because I made out with a different person. Mm-hmm. But that was the most I've ever done. I've never huh. had I've not had I've not had sexual relations outside of a relationship. I also tell everybody my business. I would come home from cheating and be like, I fucked somebody. Can you believe it? They'd be like, Nicole, what? I'd be like, <laughs> oh no. Uh oops. Yeah, because that I did that and I was like, I should break up with him because that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But then he took too long to get back to me and I had to go to a Kesha concert. And I was like, I have to break up to you before the Kesha concert. So I just texted him to break up. <laughs> you texted that you... Oh, I'm a monster. Solomon, that is devastating. Oh, yes. You texted someone to break up, but you were like, let's break up over... Te-. No, it was like a three-page breakup that I sent via text. Okay. I, I First of all, he should have answered his phone. I was trying to break up with him all day. (laughs) I guess so. My God. If anyone breaks up with me via text message, I'm walking into the ocean. I want that life. I want to get (laughs) divorced via text message. (laughs) I am sick and tired of having long conversations (laughs) about why things aren't working. I want to just be like, hey, I'm done. Goodbye. And I'd be like, oh, Oh, thank God. I just kind of date people till they're done with me. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, ew, I don't want this anymore. And I go, uh, I know. You were very mean to me the last date we went on. And that is the mailbag. I love getting your hot gossip. It's the fuel that keeps me and this very show alive. To send your story, visit teamcoco.com slash heyjuice or email us at heyjuice at gmail.com. You might be hearing it on the show, and trust me, I read every single one. And every now and then, I get a story that's so crazy, I have to hop on a call with a person to hear even more. It's called a juice line, and it's right after this break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say... Yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 
2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm still here with the amazing Nicole Byer. And now's the time in our show when we go to The Juice Line. Because sometimes I get a submission that's just too succulent that I have to go to the person directly. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Scott Simons. Please hold. Thank you. Welcome, Scott. Hi, how are you? Hi, Scott. Hi. So wonderful to see you. And uh, we've been told you have an amazing story for us and we would love to hear it. Okay. Well, um, I grew up in a town called Bridgeport, West Virginia. It has less than 7,000 people in it at the time. Whatever stereotype you're thinking of West Virginia right now, it's not quite that. Um, But I was one of two Jews in my high school. So it's like a very homogenous area. And in my high school for decades, there was this painting of Jesus Christ in the hallway. Hmm. And it wasn't necessarily legal. And whenever they would get inspected or when people would come visit, they would kind of hide the picture and then they put it back up. And it was right Wait, I'm sorry. Your school got inspected? (laughs) I mean, like the superintendent, right? Or yeah, there'd be like a blue oh, ribbon. Okay, you know, like a blue ribbon know. committee okay. to like. Nominate <laughs> oh, <sorry. everything>. Okay, <laughs> I, I mean, was like, does your school have an ABC rating? <laughs> <laughs> like a restaurant? <laughs> we saw roaches and uh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we had a C rating for the cafeteria. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was one of the few uh, non. You know, yeah. I didn't fit the norm in the high school. And my dad was the weatherman in town and my mom was a teacher from Brooklyn and they kind of like nudged the school like, hey, does this have to be up? Because it might be a violation of church and state. Maybe we should move it to the library. And they're like, might no. Be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Is. So the school's like, no, we're not going to do that. And the principal said, or one of the board people said at the time, like, it just feels like, you know, if you're doing anything wrong as a student, Jesus is watching. But this was a public school. This was like oh. the only high school in town, like other than like parochial or other yeah. schools, private schools, right? So it's the only public school in this town. Also, that's not how the rules work. You don't have to have a painting of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not the hell. Like I've, I've, I've had to, I was raised with the Bible. That was not part of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like I have a mixed family. Like I'm not anti-Jesus yeah. at all. Like it's just, you know. It was oh, just I'm anti. Principle. Don't worry about it. I'll do that for you, Scott. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah. So then, so for decades, this thing's up. There were like minor complaints. They never really addressed them. But we had this kooky old senator at one point, Robert C. Byrd, racist guy, <laughs> not the greatest guy. And the last thing he did as one of his acts in Senate was to pork barrel the fingerprint division of the FBI into this small town. Like he just picked up the whole thing and moved it to Bridgeport, West Virginia. 
and immediately a militia tried to blow it up <laughs> <What>? <laughs> unsuccessfully. So that's the kind of the context of this story, right? Okay. So with okay. that come people from out of the area. Like now all these FBI people that are from DC and Philly and New York and all over the country move into this small town in West Virginia. And of course with that, there's this uh, Jewish family that moves in. So now it's about 12 years after I graduated. It's 2006. Mm -hmm. This dad notices that his son is going to a public school that has a picture of Jesus. He mm -hmm. asks them to take it down. They say no. Somehow this fight escalates to the point where because he's a lawyer for the FBI, he had contacts at the ACLU. The ACLU gets involved. The press gets involved. This thing blows the F up. People lose their minds. The town starts like honk for Jesus campaigns <laughs> outside the <laughs> high school. Wow. They're like changing the bucket at the mall, raise money yeah. to fight the evil ACLU coming into our town and trying to attack Christianity in Bridgeport, West Virginia. So people lose their minds. Uh, then this alliance in Arizona, it's called like the Christian Freedom Fund and something else, Alliance for something. something. Uh -huh. They decide if the town can raise $150,000, they will fight it. They'll try to take it to the <laughs> Supreme Court. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. So the lawyer for this place, uh, for this alliance, turned out to be Jay Succolo, who went on to represent Trump in the impeachment trial. But this is like... <laughs> Wow. This is like 10 years ago. <laughs> this weird, all these weird things, right? The all villain right. starts somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it makes it to New York Times. It makes it on Hannity and Combs in 2006. Mm -hmm. They have a debate about this on Fox News. And the town is like batshit crazy at this point, right? Then I go back to my high school as a graduate and I'm working on, at band camp because I'm a musician. <laughs> I'm going to help mm -hmm. my high school band camp. So we're there during the summer, school's closed. There's no other students except the band kids. And I get there one day and there's cop cars everywhere. We have no idea what happened. Someone said that a kid or someone broke into the high school and stole the picture. But they hid their face from all the cameras. So they don't know which one it was. They don't know who it was. So they're just gonna like do this investigation. We're still holding band camp. We're outside, it's August. I remember with the band director, I was looking at the picture of the band that they were making on the field. And there's like, something's not right. There's a line missing. And I'm like, why is, where are these people? They said, oh, well, they're interrogating students in the high school and they're pulling out students from the band that are heavy set because the, the, <laughs> the kid on the camera- They're like some fat ass <laughs> kid. <laughs> because the kid on the camera was heavy set. Yeah. And so the whole tuba line was missing. Because mm. <laughs> the tuba players were more likely. Chaos. Yeah. It was chaos. So they never found out who did it. They never could find fingerprints. They've never solved it. People are still like, there was an article in the local paper about it. People sent me last year. Like people are still irate about this. And they ended up like obviously dropping the case because there was no picture. Yeah. But then like one school board member was like, no, this is our chance to live and fight another day. And we're going to fight the ICLU over a painting that's no longer there. It it's like, I love it. Did you do it? Did you steal this picture? You, you know it? what? Where is do it? Do you have this picture? <laughs> Why do you think this is all like blacked out behind me? <laughs> I also, it's so funny to me because it makes it sound like it's the only picture of Jesus that was ever made. <laughs> It's a very famous painting that are, there are yeah. many prints in the world yeah. of it. The option of replacement wasn't even considered. <laughs> We're going to no. interrogate it's children. It's original. <laughs> 
It's like the art, like was it like a local art? Like I want to know what's, I want to see this, I want to see this picture now. I would also like to see it. It's called the head of Christ, the name of the painting. And it's like a famous painting, but this was a print of it. Obviously it's yeah. not like some museum <laughs> that just happened to be at my high school. It was like- The head of Christ? Something yeah. like that, I think. You've seen it. It's like, I I mean, at least I saw it uh, every day at school. Yeah. Head of Christ. Oh yeah, this is everywhere. You can yeah. buy that. You that can get was... that at like a thrift store. Like you can just go to Sandy Alley in Los Angeles and get yeah. like a hundred of them for like two dollars. <laughs> I have one for seven ninety nine on Etsy right now on my screen. <laughs> That's you're getting ripped off on Etsy. Yeah, truly. <laughs> you truly. Can get it way cheaper. Way cheaper. <laughs> Look, we'll send you a, a bunch dollar. of pictures of Jesus. Fifty cents. <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate you calling it. Well, us calling you and you answering and giving us all the juicy details because that's all I ever want. Is <laughs> the best local news from places I'll never go to. <laughs> well, you should visit West Virginia someday. It's a nice state. It's a nice no, state. No, I'm in the Falls Church. It's very sweet. That's Virginia. That's regular Virginia. I have no wow. idea where I am. Oh, <laughs> Solomon, I guess you don't know geography. I don't. I have no idea. I've been to many places and I'll never remember where I am. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a great day. A wonderful day. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you so much, Scott Simons, for sharing that juicy, delectable tidbit. If you want to tell your story like Scott on the juice, send in your gossip for your chance to hear them on the show. And remember, that's teamcoco.com slash heyjuice or email heyjuice at gmail.com. I love it. That was delightful. I love that a fat kid fucking <laughs> stole it. And then they were like, we're only going to talk to the fatties. <laughs> like, like, I'm sure like it's not that hard to discern. <laughs> It's very funny. I love it. Oh, what a fucking terrible day for fat kids in high school. Right? Dragged into the office to be interrogated. I was body profiled by some adults. They thought it was me. That's so funny. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nicole, I think we did it. That's it? I know. Thank you so much for being my first guest. It's truly an honor to talk about these trivial scandals with you. And it's always good to see you. I had a nice time. Thanks, Solomon, for having me. It's good to see you. That's the one and only, the legend, Nicole Byer. Again, her podcast on Team Coco is called Why Won't You Date Me? To keep up with all things Nicole, follow her on Twitter and IG at Nicole Byer. And thank you all so much for joining me for this first episode of The Juice. It means the world to me. And before we go, I have a special favor to ask you. If you love what you heard, could you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a great rating and review? It really makes such a big difference for a new show like ours. Thank you so much for helping us get this hot goss to your ears. The Juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Salataroff. Engineering and music by Eduardo Perez. I'm Solomon Giorgio. See you all back here next week as we dish out more of the low stakes gossip you love to hear on The Juice. And please, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.